Hello, 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 and welcome to Painted Purpose. On tonight's episode, we will begin um, chapter seven of the book. Not sure if we'll finish it um, or if we'll finish it and possibly start chapter eight. We'll see um, how God leads us and, and what time allows. I would like to start tonight's episode with an anonymous quote. God has a purpose for your pain, a reason for your struggle, and a reward for your faithfulness. Trust him and don't give up. So I titled chapter seven, Launch Out on Purpose. Launch Out on Purpose. And we are coming from, on tonight, um, from Luke chapter five, verses one through 11. And it starts out, and it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he answered one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep, and let down your nets for a drought. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night, and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they in they in closed a great multitude of fish, and their net break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished in all that were with him at the draught of fishes which they had taken. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners of Simon, with, with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. And when they had brought their ship to land, they forsook all and followed him. Again, that is Luke um, 5, 1 through 11, and I read from the New Living Translation. What are shallow waters? It is the water along the shoreline and is usually um, no more than two feet deep. For those that cannot swim, shallow water is a safe place for them, especially since land is close by the shore and the water level is normally not above the waistline. So being in shallow water is comfortable because with it being right by the shoreline, it's easier to get out when the water doesn't feel right. In the shallow waters, you will find fear, insecurities, compromise, and complacency. Pretty much, you will find every excuse you can think of to keep from going out into the deep waters. In other words, when you are in the shallow waters, you're operating in self, which means you're outside of the will of God. Jesus told Simon Peter, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a catch. He was telling them, you're not going to find what you need in your comfort zone. Jesus was telling them, it's time to trust me and step out on faith. When you trust God, then you believe what he tells you. See, there, there's a difference 
in belief and trust. Most of the time people use those words in the same sense, but you cannot believe someone if you don't trust them. How can you believe God's word and expect it to work in your life if you do not trust him? When you trust God and believe what his word says about you and about your situations, it makes it easier to step out when he says go. At first, Simon Peter was like, Jesus, we've been out here all night and we ain't caught nothing. I know that's not proper grammar, but it's okay. We're already cleaned up and we're ready to go. Sounds like us, right? God, I've been praying, I've been fasting, I've been sowing, and I've been living all I know how for you. And I've been holding on to your promises, but nothing has happened for me. It's it's time for me to pack it up and, and just call it quits. I've been out here far too long. I'm tired of pressing. I'm tired of being the bigger person. I'm tired of loving my enemies. I'm tired of having to respond the right way. And I'm tired of hanging in there. When you toiled with something, that means uh, you have fought to the bone. You have worked to the point of blood, sweat, and tears. So why would you want to go further into something when it currently is not working? Right? That, 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 that doesn't make sense to us. But God knows all of this, and, and he still says, go deeper. Jesus knew they hadn't caught anything. He's seen them cleaning and putting up their nets and and still told them to go out deep and to let their nets back down. The fishermen in Galilee understood, you know, that you caught the most fish at nighttime and the shallow end. That was man's understanding of when and where to catch fish. Clearly, they had tried it on their own um, in, in times past and they didn't they didn't catch no fish this time or else how you know or they they would have had to have caught a lot of fish before but this time they weren't catching fish but they would have had to have caught fish there before or else how could they have known that you know that's where the fish were right there in the shallow end at nighttime but the word of god lets us know that what is not possible with man is possible with god luke 18 and 27 when god sends you out you're guaranteed to catch something Most fishermen use a rod to catch fish, but you can only catch one fish with the rod. Simon Peter was experienced enough to know that you catch more fish with the net, but this time their understanding of when and where to catch the fish left them tired and with empty nets. See, sometimes we think we have it all figured out and our way works for a little while, but then God will step in and be like, okay, you tried it your way long enough. Now it's time to do it my way. Let me show you how to get more and let me show you what it means to truly be in my will for your life. It doesn't it, it didn't make sense to Simon Peter to go and launch out deeper when they had been there all night and had not caught anything where they would normally catch them. And he was thinking if the fish were not where they normally are, why would we go further out where it's harder to catch the fish? Sometimes you don't know how much potential you truly have until God pushes you further out. See, when our methods work for us, we get comfortable in that spot. But then God says, okay, you've been here long enough. It's time to do something new and it's time to do more. Most of the time, our response is, but God, I've already gone through what I did to get here. Why do I want to go through even more to get there 
However, the Bible says that God will take the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. 1 Corinthians 1 27. God does not send things the way that we expect them to come. And when we expect them to come, or even you know how we expect them to come sometimes it's just the opposite god doesn't always respond to us in the same way that he did before look at jesus when he healed people in the bible he would he would do something at one point he spit in the dirt and he made mud another time he laid hands and other times he just spoke directly to the person so no matter which method he chose to use healing was still manifested people were still healed so we have to stop putting God in a box when things don't come the way that we had expected them to, or you know, then we say it's not God, or or we allow others to tell us what is or is not of God. God specializes in the impossible. We must stop saying, you know, what is or is not possible and trust God to do the impossible. Some of you, you know, have thought that God had forgotten about you. And, and I believe he's about to show you that he is still God and that he holds true to his promises. I'm prophesying right now because I know the power that God has when it comes to turning any situation around. I've not only seen it work, him do it in my own life, but I've seen it happen for other people as well. And so you just have to wait and see what, what God is about to do. But you cannot quit. And you cannot stay in the comfort zones. Trust me. I know I have toiled with it for years, sitting on my gifts and the call that God had placed on my life, more concerned with what other people had to say rather than being more concerned about what God had to say. I had to make up my mind and tell myself no more. I chose to believe God over what everyone else thought. And you need to make that same decision. Declare that it is your turn for victory and that God will get the glory out of every area in your life and every right now and every year to come. You must believe that and also confess over your life daily, you know, that, that you are victorious, that you're more than a conqueror because Christ loved for you. Speak the word over your life. I not only believe, you know, this for myself, but I also believe it for the lives of those around me and even yours that's listening. Let it be done according to your faith. And, and the word lets us know, you know, in our weaknesses, God is made strong. When the man, you know, um, was talking to Jesus, he told Jesus, he said, I believe, but also help my unbelief. You know, there's some areas that we may have unbelief, but we can ask God to help us in those areas. And he will. And, and that in itself is faith because I'm trusting God to help me where I don't have faith. God is looking for obedience. We, we can't question the fact that it doesn't make sense. We just have to give God a yes. The Bible lets us know that obedience is better than sacrifice. 1 Samuel 15, 22. We've been trying to make things happen on our own when God has been telling us to simply obey. One thing about a fisherman, they have patience. A fisherman will spend all day waiting to catch one fish. They know when and where the fish are biting, and they know when to call it quits. So Simon Peter was probably like, Lord, I am tired. I am a fisherman. I know my craft. And Jesus was like, that's the problem. You think you know what's best for you better than I do, but you are my craft. God is the craftsman that crafted us. He is the potter 
that molded us. He is the one that created us. He knows what's best for us better than we do. So Jesus commanded Simon Peter to launch deeper and put down the nets for a catch. Jesus was given a command and a promise at the same time. Simon, didn't he didn't recognize the promise. All he knew was, you trying to tell me to do something that ain't going to work. But Jesus was giving him a command and a promise at the same time. He was commanding him to do something, and in return, he was going to get something back. Jesus was given, like I say, a command and a promise. But what does it mean to launch out to the deep? To launch means to start or to set in motion. All God wants us to do is to set in motion, and he'll do the rest. But the problem for us is getting started. We are like an engine in the wintertime that, that's hesitant to start. You must turn it a couple times and give it a little extra gas and then wait for it to warm up before you can drive. It's the same with us. God tells us to get started. We wait for confirmation. Then we get it. Then we wait for another confirmation. Then we get it. Then we wait for another confirmation. Then we get it. Then we don't think it's God telling us to do that. After all the confirmations, we still said it ain't God. And we end up waiting for him to tell us another way when he then told us over and over again. We just chose not to believe that it was him because it didn't come the way that we thought that it should have or was supposed to or had expected it to. Launching is simply getting us out of the way in order for God to have his way. And to go into the deep means to go into the deeper things of God. We must go deeper in our prayer lives. We must go deeper in the word. We must go deeper when it comes to seeking God. We we go deeper in our relationship with him by doing these things consistently. So finally, Simon Peter's like, okay, Lord, at your word, we're going to launch out deeper and let our nets down. Again, all it takes is a yes and to move out on God's word. When he chose to obey, they had more than enough fish. In fact, they had so much that they had to call over the other boats and fill them up. Then they were so full, they started to sink. And that's how God works. If you can trust him, believe his word, and step out on it, not only does he bless you, but he blesses you enough to be a blessing to others so that neither, neither of you have enough room to receive it. The word says, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. Ephesians 3 and 20. What is that power that works in us? It's the Holy Spirit. The word says that the Spirit will lead us and guide us into all truth. The Holy Spirit is there to help us to walk in and to do whatever God has called us to do. However, we have to listen to the instructions that we give us. We can't push against what Holy Spirit is telling us to do. God, he, he teaches us and he leads us by his spirit. The things that he tells us to do, his spirit helps us to do those things. Why do you think Jesus spent time teaching them to catch fish only to turn around and tell them that they were going to be fishers of men? Jesus first wanted them to trust him and to take him at his word. He also wanted them to say, or he also wanted them to understand uh, the importance of obedience and moving when he says move. It is important to move in God's timing so that we do not miss 
what it is we're supposed to get at that moment. Jesus told them to launch out, even though they were used to being in the shallow water where the fish came to them and they did not have to put in much work, right? That's the thing. We don't want to put in the extra work. But if we want the deeper things of God, we're going to have to go a little further, further in the word, further in your worship, further in your prayer life. We cannot remain in the shallow end of the four walls of the church building and expect the sick, the addicted, the unsaved to come to us. We must launch out and go to places where others aren't willing to go. We must launch out to the street corners, to the drug houses, to the homeless, to the prisons, to the hospitals, and even in our own families. We must meet people where they are. And a lot of them are deep into things. So we have to go into the deep to help bring them out. Some don't want to go into out into the deep because sharks linger out there. But when you have Jesus in the boat with you, the sharks can swim all around you. They may even bump the boat a little and try to make you fall out. But when you have on the life best of Jesus, they cannot touch you. We get too comfortable and too complacent all the while folks are dying not knowing Jesus. It's time for us to launch out and tell this dying world about Jesus. They're looking for the church to stand up. They're waiting for the people of God to give them a word of hope. How can we catch them if we're scared to leave the shallow waters? We must launch out, saints of God. It's time to stop compromising the things of God. It's time to reverence the presence of God in his house. It's time to be on time in God's house. It's, it's funny how we're late for the things of God, but then expect God to show up on time for us. Numbers 14 and 11 says, And the Lord said to Moses, How long will these people treat me with contempt? Will they never believe me, even after all the miraculous signs I have done among them? And that, that's the New Living Translation. We can ask the same questions today. How long will we resist the hand of God when he is trying to move us forward? How long will we walk around living beneath our God-given potential? How long will we be spiritual chameleons just blending in the background? How long will we walk around with spiritual blinders on? How long will we walk around deaf to the cries of the people in this dying world? How long will we walk around defeated when the word says we are more than conquerors? How long are we going to keep mismanaging our money instead of being a blessing to the house of God and to others? How long will we allow ourselves to settle in places God never placed us in? How long will we walk around carrying burdens when God said to cast our cares upon him? How long will we walk around weak-minded when the word says, let the same mind be in us, which was also in Christ Jesus? How long will we keep doing the same routine week after week? How long will we keep treating the house of God like a casual meeting place rather than reverencing his presence that meets us there? How long will we walk around tearing each other down instead of building each other up? Colossians 3 and 13, making allowances for one another. After the boats were filled with fish, Simon Peter fell to his face and told Jesus to depart from him 
because he was a sinful man. It was in that moment Simon Peter realized he could not do it alone. He needed Jesus. So he humbled himself before Jesus. And that is what we must do. We must realize that we cannot do it without Jesus. And we must humble ourselves and submit ourselves unto him. At the end of this passage, the Bible lets us know that they forsook everything and followed Jesus. We have tried it our way long enough and it has gotten us nowhere. We must let go and let God. And, and that is all God wants us to do. He wants us to give up ourselves for him. You cannot lose when you give up for the sake of God. It, it, it will be a shame to drown in shallow waters when Jesus has sent us a lifeboat to take us not only out into the deep, but to the, the further out we go, we'll eventually make it to the other side. And so I encourage you to overcome self. And, and again, I've, I've been in this place many a times and you know, being scared to, to step out because of the fear of the unknown is what, is what it really boils down to. It's hard to step out and into places where you can't see what's going on. It's, you know, when you're in the water, the deeper you go out, the harder it is to see down to the bottom. And so it's hard to see, um, it's harder to step out when you can't see what's beneath you. But it's in those moments when we can't see that we have to trust God to be our eyes. The word says that he goes before us. And so we, because we know that he has gone before us, we have to know that it's okay to continue to walk and keeping our eyes on him. The word says to keep our eyes towards the hills from which cometh our help because we know that our help comes from the Lord. And so in, in the midst of situations and things that we're going through, things that we're dealing with, we have to keep our eyes on Jesus. We have to keep our eyes on the prize, not our situations. Because when we focus on the situations and the things that's going on around us, of course you want to give up. Of course you get scared and, and fearful. But when I keep my eyes on the one that is carrying me through, I can trust him. I can trust that he he he's working it out for my good. He's gone before me. He's prepared the way. He's he's given provision. He's, he's, he's equipped me with what I need to carry out the task that he's assigned me to. And so for those of you that are struggling um, with, with launching out and, and walking in and doing what God has called you to, I pray that God begins to give you the strength that you need. I pray that he be your strength in those areas where you fall weak. The Bible says in our weaknesses, he is made strong. And I encourage you to continue to seek him out the more so that his voice can drown out your situations and not the other way around. Amen. I continue to pray for you all. I thank you again for listening, Pain to Purpose. And until next time, um, stay encouraged. Continue to seek out God. Continue to walk in obedience. Trust him. Have faith. I heard the acronym FAITH. Forsaking all, I trust him. Continue to trust him. And to know, again, that he works everything out for your good. Amen. All right. I love you all. And there's not a thing you can do about it.